Ha ha ha. So, soaring is the topic of the year for 2022. I did episode one today, and episode two is about to happen because, oh dear, I'm just coming up with this this pondering inside of me. And the pondering inside of me tells me that, oh dear, something inside me says, hey, what is this thing that keeps coming up where I constantly think that I need to match myself up with some kind of predetermined idea of how things should be or, you know, that kind of idea. Some people call it perfectionism. Some people call it, you know, just being overly controlling or micromanaging or, you know, not having enough faith or those kinds of things. But I'm starting to realize... Green cream? Okay. I have a little baby here that needs band-aid for a cut that looks like a paper cut, but it's like a little deeper than that. And so trying to remember where I put my green cream and I'm about to do it so as I was saying perfectionism I'm starting to understand why it's so detrimental because for a little bit there well I was kind of like well what's the big deal about perfectionism like isn't it a good thing to have goals and ideals and like those kinds of things and then it wasn't until like just a few moments ago as I was pondering about it, that it just dawned on me, I'm like, I get it. I think I get it now. I think I know what people are talking about when they say how detrimental it is. Because I think I've experienced different levels of it. Like, for example, you know, me growing up as a kid, I look back on my life, and of course there's different moments where I say, oh, well, these different years of my life were a little bit inconvenient, or these different years were a little bit, they could have been a little bit better in this shape, way, shape, or form, right? So then, naturally, as a parent, you kind of just use your own childhood as an example of what to do and what not to do. However, it's a faulty system, because, you know, we can only really reparent ourselves we really can't like yes people try to parent their kids yes you know apparently i'm a parent and all of this kind of thing and we all try to do our best right but like how what is our measure of how we're going to do our best because i think in the past i used to have this idea like oh hey my my way shape or form of doing my best means there's certain things that i felt were injustices about my childhood and so i'm going to make sure that my children don't experience those the same level of those injustices right but lo and behold as i try and do those kinds of things like for example i never got music lessons growing up i never got music lessons so i thought oh yes i'm going to be the good parent and give my children music lessons lo and behold that was just not what was asked for right or needed or what was like really like sought out for or hungry for right so it turned out to be like a a total back backwards thing right so there was that but then you know there's the whole dynamic of like oh well what about education right it's like oh well growing up i always wish that i might have had some extra support with like tutors or with like you know had different exposure to different things that i never really heard about until later in life as an adult And then, as I, like, you know, try and, like, find out more about this, that, or the other, it becomes this really funny thing. 
where I have this funny measure of like, oh, these are all the things that a human being could ever be exposed to in their whole lifespan, right? And so as I ponder on this list, it just gets to the point where it's like, but seriously though, like, am I trying to measure up my, you know, my worth or my identity or my success as a parent? According to this checklist of like, hey, I exposed my child to said things, right? Like, is that really the measure of good parenting or good relationships or those kinds of things? And I would say no, right? Like, I I always compare things back to my relationship with my honey, my spouse, because that's the one relationship. If I can just say there's any relationship that I have that is actually functioning in a way that I would want it to be functioning and just like going the way that I would hope that it would go and continue in that way, that's one of those ones where it's like, yeah, we just have a straight up, straight up front, back and forth, mutual communication style, right? And it's like, but where does that come from? Does it come from a checklist of, oh, these are all the things that um, said, you know, general husband standard of the world says that, that a wife should give to a husband, you know? Is it, is it because I'm checking off that list? Or is it because we are connected as human beings and because of our connection we do things that allow for us to to foster this like continual attachment and continual sealing and continual connection and i really if anything i feel like that's what it is it's learning how to have a connection with the people that i'm with right and and allowing for each other to feel the the dynamic of like support from that connection that we can have so that's kind of where i'm at with that i kind of have this sense that i feel like like it's not about a checklist it's not about saying hey this is generally what people say that you should be doing right at any given hour of the day for any given person Um, If you were, you know, being some kind of a responsible person in that relationship, where in the reality of realities, it's not a checklist thing. It's not a Martha thing. It is a Mary thing. Straight up, every time, all the time. And that is, you know, like, that's what I'm all about, right? When I'm in my heart of hearts and my head of heads, I'm doing Mary school. I'm doing soul school. I'm doing wellness school. I'm doing like eternal school, right? Like I'm, I'm, that's, that's what I'm doing, right? And so every so often I get into these funny tizzies where I'm like, but, but the checklist says that I should be, I should be doing this at this hour, this at this hour, and this at this time of the year, and this subject should be covered this many times within the, the span of this many years of a human being's life or else they will implode. And you will have a broken robot, right? But I don't have robots, right? Like, it's like, it's like such a funny dynamic. This whole world of like advice that people give and like books that people write and all of these kinds of things, right? It's like, it's like all philosophy, right? It's just all a guess. Really, it's just, that's what it is. And that's really what I need to take it as. It's all a grain of salt because truly... I just need to do what I know in my heart of hearts that I need to do at any given moment, at any given day. And that's what I encourage for myself to do. And I really am a proponent for anybody else that I know to also feel like they have permission to do that too. 
I was just a little awkward there because I was listening to something. I was like, what is that sound? But it's like the fan coming out of my fan, something like that. Anyways, so I'm just coming to terms with this whole idea of like, you know what? It's all good because in the end, it's all going to work out, right? In the end, it's all going to be okay. And in the end, I'm just going to be a witness to Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ's love and service. And I'm just going to be some kind of a witness to whatever they, they've got going on. And that hopefully I get to be a part of, you know. And that I strive to like try to be some kind of a person that can be a part of that work. Because it's a wonderful work to be a part of. And that's kind of all like where I'm at with that. And I'm really grateful that that's where I'm at because in previous years and seasons, those kinds of mentalities just could never strike me as something to even question, right? It was always like, no, but it's always A, like one plus one equals two or A, B, C, and then D, right? Like that's the pattern. That's the order. That's like what I have felt inspired to do or like, you know, that's what others have felt inspired to do that are like responsible human beings that somehow have gotten such and such results. But in reality, every single person is an innovator of their own genius, of their own mission, of their own talents. So maybe, yeah, somebody came up with a, a, an, a, like a, an equation to solve one of their problems, right? It's not to say that that is the only equation that a person could use to solve all of their problems or any of their problems what if that was just one specific equation that worked for them that they needed to feel inspired to do what is the equation that i need to figure out to solve my problem and yes maybe i can learn from other people's equations yes maybe i can learn from other people's recipes but i don't need to feel like i'm somehow failing if i need to modify the recipes if i need to somehow make things taste better right if i need to somehow make things feel and and just like work and tweak with my family right it's like christmas like you know for the longest time i was i was boxed into this idea oh i'm failing at christmas because i don't know how to make a turkey or know how to put stuffing in a turkey or like make the cranberry sauce and and do it all at the same time so it's all ready at the same time and the exact same equal temperature and then put all the settings and have the whole room clean all at the exact same time plus being a cheerful happy person while doing all of that and then somehow taking a picture and saying you did it right and I was like I've never been able to do that so thus I am a failure at Christmas right and now it was so liberating <laughs> like I really feel like I had the best Christmas I've ever had and what did we have we had one one parent that was making pizza and that's what we ate for half of the day and then when they were taking a nap the other parent was making sushi right and and then that's what we ate for the rest of the day and it's like <laughs> and it was just great because it's like yeah we we started out with like cucumber sushi and then we kind of ran out of that so then it's like oh well let's put in some tofu and then we kind of ran out of that so then we're like oh let's put in some some red peppers and some pineapple right and then it just got better and better and better and better it didn't get worse right it wasn't a bad thing to modify it wasn't like a regret it was like it was a great opportunity to innovate and to work with what we had and to make it taste better and you know like ration according to what what was available for that you know three hour span that we weren't planning on going grocery shopping and and just like 
tweak it, right? And so that's what I'm getting at is like, I'm, I, for sure, I'm totally now converted to this whole notion in the world that's like totally against the perfectionism movement that somehow came about at some point and really such a proponent of this whole idea of like becoming present, becoming informed so that a person can be inspired because I know that yes, yeah, I can just say, oh yeah, like one, one parent was doing pizza while the other one was su- doing sushi. And I can't even say that any other person could f- copy and replicate that. Because clearly, one of the parents that was doing pizza, they worked at a pizza shop for like at least two to four, however many years throughout their teenager life. And then the other parent that was doing the sushi, they became a raw vegan chef and their favorite dish to make was sushi while they were becoming a raw vegan chef, right? And so then they practiced at making sushi like every day or every week for like several years for like the last 13 years, right? So it's not to say that even like any general person could just pick that up and just like copy and tweak it, right? So it's like every person needs to really just be honest about what they actually love, what they actually have experience in, what they want to continue having experience in, what they want to continue love to do, and and go for those things, right? And then when, when you don't want to do it anymore, don't do it anymore, right? It's like we, went, we had pizza and sushi one day, right? Maybe the next day we had sushi, but like I can't say that I'm going to do sushi again tonight, but I might, right? But that's kind of coming from somebody like me that's kind of like a high quick start kind of person, right? Like I don't need everything to be nailed out perfectly all the time. I actually prefer for it to not be nailed out perfectly all the time because that makes me feel like there's freedom. You know, just like the sky. Like, I don't want to know the plan for the whole day and for the whole year of every single cloud that has been planned for the whole year. I would much rather just look up and be like, oh, that's so cute, right? And I, I delight and I enjoy it just like that. I'm not the kind of person that delights in the whole layout of the whole blueprint so I can see every single step at every given minute and moment that it's planned for. You know, even though it's there and I'm sure there's a, a glorious blueprint and plan for like the whole history of the world plus you know the history moving forward I'm just that kind of a person like I like the merry kind of life I like the soul school kind of life I like the wellness kind of kind of life and and I'm sure that it frustrates a lot of people right or it, it it makes other people question and they think that it's super cute right so regardless of how it makes other people feel I'm just kind of getting into that mind space to be like, yeah, I know it makes me feel pretty good, right? Like, I feel great about having pizza and sushi on, on a Christmas day. And that's the kind of attitude that I want to carry in the rest of the year. I want to feel great about having whatever that tastes great for the rest of the year, right? Like whether it's my homeschool life, whether it's my, my, my mother life, my, my real life, my yoga life, my husband, wifey life, my family, homemaking life. And I'm learning what that looks like, right? Like it took however many Christmases of trying to do it as a family, 13 Christmases, right? It took me 13 tries before I got to one where I was like, oh, I really like that. I could do that again, right? Like, but until then, it took a lot of, like, 13 trials, like, 12 trials and errors, right? So I can be okay with the reality that, yes, sometimes I'm going to try it and I'm going to love it, and sometimes I'm going to try it and I'm not. But that's okay, 
that doesn't mean that I've somehow like made uh, this grievous sin, right? Like it's just means that I'm like a human being that is being a human being. And, and I'm okay coming into this life, receiving a body so I can be a human being and continue my eternal existence. One being a human being and moving forward, becoming, you know, hopefully a little bit more and more every day or peeling the layers of what's actually been there the whole time, whatever that looks like. But for now, I know for sure that I'm going to be soaring while I do it with, in self-reliance with the Savior because that is the way I want to... Oh, and, oh, I already recited it today. But seriously, I am reciting the living Christ. And I am so delighted about that. And I am on, like, the fourth or fifth or sixth paragraph right now. And, like, probably by the next podcast, I'll be able to recite a little bit more. 